Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, good morning, everybody. Great to be with you. It's six minutes past six o'clock. So, Democrats are telling Biden to bail on Kamala Harris to boost his poll numbers? Really? Is that real? Or is that just a bunch of garbage? How about a legislator here in Oregon who is, um, well, is apparently um, promoting a bill? This is the only way I, I guess I can say it. Promoting a bill here. Representative Courtney Neron of Wilsonville has reintroduced legislation that would create a new crime for making threats of mass violence. Oh, like trying to find a way to twist somebody's words, you know, like a governor or a president who didn't like the outcome of an election saying, hey, you know, peacefully go protest at the Capitol. You suppose that would have anything to do with that? Nah. This is how crazy these deceived people are, and they are. Absolutely are. There's a story here about Chinese immigrants flying into Tijuana, then crossing the border. It's a Fox News story. Really? Or how about this one? Um, This is an email, by the way. Welcome to California. This is from Rich. It says, hey, just think about the multinational invaders. How do the mules keep up with the language problems? (laughs) Wow, just another problem. What an administrative problem. What, 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 what is he talking about? Well, he's talking about this story about hundreds of Chinese illegal aliens arrested by California Border Patrol in a single day. Hundreds of Chinese illegal aliens arrested by California Border Patrol in a single day. Now, you know who runs them across the border, right? It's the cartels, and when Rich refers to them as mules, because that's what they are, they're going to bring drugs across with them. You know, that fentanyl thing that's wiping out people's lives. Yeah, that thing. So, 7.2 illegals, 7.2 million illegals, rather, have entered the United States under the Biden administration. Those are just the ones we know of. We don't know how many more have entered illegally. 
The gotaways are typically 30% is what the Border Patrol will tell you. They, they've said it on TV multiple times. And they're saying it. I mean, it's, it's what they've told me privately when I was down on the border. So the gotaways are 30%. All right. So of 7.2 million have entered so far illegally. Add another 30%, you're at 10 million. The 7.2, this is the Fox News stories. The 7.2 million illegal aliens who've entered the United States under Biden's watch since he became president is an amount greater than the population of 36 states. The population of 36 states, including Oregon, population of 36 states is smaller than the number of illegal aliens that have entered that we know of. The total number of illegal aliens who've entered the U.S. under Biden is larger than almost every American city. Wow. And there's a video here of illegal aliens just walking across the mountains in Arizona. Actually, it's California. Jacumba, California. So you got, is this something that makes any difference? Now, I mean, my, my guess is, you know, in the world of politics, right now in Oregon, we're focused on Measure 110. We're focused on daylight savings time. That bill failed yesterday, Kim Thatcher's bill, to keep us on standard time, failed. It was a 15-15 tie. She changed her vote to no, which you can do, so that the bill can be reconsidered. And what it will do now, that keeps it alive, is basically why she would do that. So now it can go to the Rules Committee, and they can amend it. And this is an amendment that I shared with uh, Senator Linthicum yesterday, of course. The amendment is simple. Is the bill doesn't go into effect until the other West Coast states also pass laws to go on daylight savings time. Now, California can do it at any time, or, or pass laws, rather. I misspoke to keep us on Pacific Standard Time, okay? Standard Time. So, California meets year-round. And Kathy, hang on, I'll get to you in a second here. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk, talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am, jeff at kslm.news. So California can choose to do this because they're a full-time year-round legislature. Washington isn't. They've already concluded their, legisl their short legislative session. 
They won't have another crack at this until 2025. So the biggest concern, and it was it was legitimate, and and Kim, Senator Thatcher, acknowledged this uh, Monday night when she was at the political coffee clutch. Acknowledged that this is yes, it would be there would be a you know a few months where it would be a different time than Washington. She's still believing because she's working with legislators in all the western states to do this in their legislatures. So if she just, if they send the, the bill to Rules Committee, Senate Rules Committee, which stays open to the end of the session, the session goes till March 10th, then they can amend it there and put it back on the Senate floor and pass it. Now, it'll still have to go to the House and get passed in the House. But the point is this, is that they can amend it to say that the bill doesn't go into effect until every, everybody else on the West Coast passes it. So you don't have this disparity of time zones on the West Coast. I think that's a smart idea. I think that ought to happen. Now, Eileen sent me an email and said she's pleased with this. She still would prefer daylight savings time, as would I. But she says, what a cliffhanger that was today. Well, she wised up, meaning Senator Thatcher, and is willing to amend the bill to say Oregon's time change is contingent upon California and Washington and maybe Idaho passing the same law. She said, I still greatly prefer DST, daylight savings time, but at least the mess of different time zones will be gone if she really amends the bill. Please, I will be surprised if Washington or California ever passes the concept. But we'll see. Here's the problem. And the story says this, by the way. It's um, an Oregonian story. Everybody, each state is afraid to be the first one to do it. Okay? Because now this, it sends a powerful message. Okay? It really does. Nobody wants to be the first state to go forward. It's a big game of chicken, said Elizabeth Steiner, Portland Democrat, who supported the bill. She's a doctor. She says it's better for kids. It's better for people's health. Okay. She says it's a big game of chicken. Nobody wants to be the first state to do this. But she thinks, like Kim does, that once Oregon commits to the change, neighboring states will follow. So we can commit to the change, but the change wouldn't take effect until the other states pass it. So reality is, if, if the bill is amended that way, nothing's going to change this year. It would change in spring. Uh, but actually, nothing would change once we would fall back to fall this year in late 2024. It'll stay that way if other states pass it in 2025. Okay, so that controversy is over with. Woo! Let's go to Kathy who's on the line. Kathy, good morning. Good morning. Don't we have bigger fish to fry than worrying about this? <laughs> yeah, like but we're trying to fix measure 110. <laughs> Anyway, what I wanted to comment on 
is um, the people coming border illegally. What I'm not hearing enough about is that the federal government is saying that they want to allow these illegals to enter our military um, in exchange for citizenship. The illegal migration, it's not immigration, but um, is bad enough. But we're going to arm those people that have shown that they hate Americans. So we're going to arm them. Well, um, yeah, I, I have similar concerns. I don't know that, you know, all the people that come across America hate America. I think they're coming here largely for economic reasons, which is not a reason to come across our border and break our laws. If anything, they disrespect our laws. And if anybody well, is disrespecting our laws, then why should we reward them with serving in the military and then giving them VA benefits once they get out? And yeah, we're going to put a gun in their hand or we're going to put them into, oh, I don't know, military intelligence. Like all that the, is so ridiculous. It is. It's ludicrous. So and many. Trump is right. They all need so to be many deported. Chinese coming across the border through Mexico. Are they wearing blinders? Uh, no. It's all very, very purposeful. It's a deal. Sparky's is great. They've got great food. <laughs> Thanks, Kathy. Twenty seconds. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. We are back. It is great to be with you today. 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. Emails. To Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at KSLM.news. Let me ask you a question. If this can happen in Indiana, I think it could happen in Oregon. Huh? What are you talking about, Jeff? Well, I'm going to tell you in just a minute. My pillow has these great products that I use. And I'm buying more of right now using the discount code for this radio show. So I get the same incredibly great discounts you can get. The discount code is PC23. See, I'm getting really close to moving into my new home. And I, I need sheets. Get a couple of queen beds. Need sheets. I need pillowcases. I need more my pillow 2Os. I need more body pillows. And I need pillowcases. In fact, I think I'll even treat myself and get a couple of down comforters. 
Not to mention those incredible, I got to buy more towels. These amazing towels that, that I use that you will, you'll never find better towels. Believe me. All of this is available. All of these great products from an American made company. They're all made in America. Very high quality products. Support what Mike Lindell's doing in the fight for free and fair elections. And that fight continues in Oregon too. So support us talking about fair elections. Support Mike Lindell. Go to mypillow.com, use the promo code PC23. Those are the initials of the show, political coffee, PC23. So what what am I talking about? If it can happen in, in Indiana, can it happen here? In, an Indiana couple is appealing to the Supreme Court after losing custody of their teenage son. Why? Because they refuse to not use his preferred pronouns. This is a Catholic couple, Mary and Jeremy Cox, taking their legal battle to the Supreme Court after their son was removed from their home by the state of Indiana for not using his preferred pronouns. 2019, their son declared a female gender identity, which these devout Catholics did not acknowledge in accordance with their religious beliefs. They instead sought therapy for what they considered an underlying mental health issues. Her son had an eating disorder. They provided therapeutic care for his gender dysphoria. The Indiana Department of Child Services started an investigation two years later in 2021 when it came to light that the Coxes were not addressing their son by his chosen name and pronouns. Now, how did that happen, huh? Well, the story doesn't say. I'll guarantee you that was a leftist teacher or some person involved in public education. Now, that's, again, there's nothing in this story about that. But how did it come to light? Now, Indiana did an investigation. And they found out and they said, there's no abuse here. But despite that, Indiana officials officials decided the couple's non-acceptance of their son's gender identity was harmful to his mental health and contributed to the eating disorder. He was placed in a foster home that affirmed his transgender identity. The child should be in a home, said Indiana officials, where she, even though he's a he, is accepted for who she is. And the parents are restricted by the court to visit with him 
just a few hours a week and barred them from, now get this, barred them from speaking to their child about their religious views on human sexuality and gender identity. Hmm. So they gagged the parents from talking to their son. Is that constitutional? Don't the parents have a First Amendment right? So in February, just a few days ago, the Beckett Fund for Religious Liberty, alongside a, the Hirschberger Law Office, filed a reply brief at the Supreme Court. This is a parental rights issue. This has got to be stopped. This madness, and folks, this is happening all across the country. There's a story here also about other states. So if it can happen in Indiana, conservative Indiana, it's happening in Montana, conservative Montana, if it can happen there, why would we think it couldn't happen in Oregon? Given the crazy, deceived, evil people that sit on the courts here or sit sometimes making these decisions. State Back in a moment at 630. Call Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. And we are back. Great to be with you. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buke GMC Talk Line. 503-589-1220. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or... Jeff at KSLM.news. Doug writes, only 7 million illegals. You say, folks, here, here's just briefly what we're talking about. 7.2 million illegal aliens have entered the United States that we know of. This is what the official government is confessing to. 30% more is what the Border Patrol will tell you. So that means about 10 million people have entered illegally. Talking about that today, talking about this Indiana couple had their son taken away from them because they wouldn't use his pronouns. He was identifying as a girl at age 15. They're a Catholic couple. It's happening all across the country. Can it happen in Oregon? And Kim Thatcher's keeping Oregon on Pacific Standard Time and not, uh, well, ditching the switch, as it's called, to Daylight Savings Time. That bill, well, it failed. It was a 15-15 tie. And she changed her vote to go to no. So it could be reconsidered. So to go to rules committee where she's willing to amend it 
so that the bill doesn't take place unless Washington and California both agree, maybe even Idaho. Which means nothing's going to change this year for us because Washington's already ended their short session. They won't have another crack at it till 2025. So that's what we're talking about. Only 7 million illegals, you say. That's what Doug writes. I've heard those numbers are much larger than we're being told, as many as 300,000 a month for several years, going back into Trump's presidency. Government officials never investigate that which they don't want to confirm. Remember the same people who hyped COVID and forced employees to take the death jab allowed for those 7 million unvaxxed, unvetted, and unemployed invaders. Every important truth-seeking organization is completely captured. The task before us is daunting. Good things are destroyed easily, but not easily created. That is what progressivism does. It destroys. If we don't get back to the fundamentals, then what is left to preserve? Believe nothing until it has been officially denied. Richard writes about Pacific Type, says, man, I can't believe this. Once again, Oregon legislation are sheep going to the slaughter. I think he means as legislators. If another state won't change time, we won't either. Be a leader, change the time. Arizona did what they cared about, any other state or whether they changed. NOP, no backbone Oregon with a small bunch of whiners and then complain about why we are where we are. <laughs> okay. Uh, there you go. Uh, Linda says, I agree with Cassie. Kathy, what's the point with this daylight savings time versus standard time? It's just such a waste. We so devoid or so hungry for a win, no matter how ridiculous. I would say illegals joining the military would be very worrisome, especially with all the Chinese and every other country that hates us that are coming into our country. As far as I can figure out, the Chinese are especially are congregating in California. The Brigadier General that's on Newsmax often says he's seen groups of 10 Chinese men training in the woods of California with AR-15s. Is no one listening? Yeah, that's the first I've heard that, but that doesn't surprise me at all if you don't think we're not being infiltrated you're not understanding Josh writes border patrol is reporting 10 to 15,000 a day have been coming across uh, yeah if it was only 10 or 15,000 a day then we wouldn't have had 7 million. Josh's point is well taken. They're drastically underreporting, which is what Doug said. And that's true. They are. Anne-Marie writes, can it happen in Oregon? Indiana parents are right in their treatment of their child by refusing to call him by his chosen transgender identity. They're the ones left with no rights. Can it happen in Oregon? Yes, we're not far from this. And that'll be the next thing that's going to happen. It'll be the expansion of House Bill 2002. 
to make it a crime if you're a parent and you don't address your child by their chosen pronoun. You wait. That was basically in House Bill 2002. Hmm. Julie writes this. Putting illegal aliens into the military for citizenship rights is a slap in the face of those, like a close friend of mine, came here legally, joined the Army, served four years, but was not given American citizenship. Illegal aliens do not need to sign up for the military to receive the VA benefit or VA medical care. Under this hate America administration, vets needing medical care get to step aside in the queue for illegals. There are stories about that. And that's an abomination, if there ever was one. Number three, it should be illegal to have this stupid movement of clocks twice a year. At this point, I don't give a tinker's blank about daylight or standard times. Pick one. Use it. Don't change it. Changing times is just another form of social engineering. The liberals love it. By the way, in that story about that, there is, um, it's referenced about stories about children walking to the children have been killed. The deaths of children who are hit by vehicles because they're walking to school in the dark. Do you believe that? Now, it, it may have happened, but any more than children who walk to school in the daytime? I'd like to see the actual statistics that prove that. So one of the things I learned, by the way, in serving in the legislature, people come in and make wild claims about all kinds of things, but they often they often cannot back it up with any proof. Josh has a friend who had to get a release signed from his 15-year-old to release his physical records to his parents in order for him to submit it to school. They're giving minors rights over parents in Oregon already. Wow, didn't know that. Didn't know that at all. That's why elections are important, folks. And I'll share with you what happened last night. That is part of this. Speaking of elections... There's some interesting polls about Donald Trump holding a nine-point lead over Biden in the national poll with 14% of Democrat voters supporting Trump. This is a Harris poll. Biden's job approval rating is at 39%, but Trump beats him by nine points all across the country. Now, that's not how the election is going to be won, folks. It's going to be won in the battleground states. That's for Trump, which, by the way, Trump's leading Biden and all of them. But 14% of Democrat voters? Wow. That's big. So is it big that, have you seen the weather forecast? 
Folks, we may get some snow next week. I'm not kidding you. If you thought the nice warm weather that we're going to have over the next couple of days, it ain't going to last. This is your opportunity to call Freedom Heating and Air and get your system working correctly. Because it's going to get cold again. So don't procrastinate. And don't live in misery. Okay? Just call Freedom Heating and Air. 503-580-1456. 580-1456. Freedomheatingandair.net is their website. Freedomheatingandair.net. By the way, Trump also just named Tim Scott along with DeSantis, Ramaswamy, Donalds, Noam, and Gabbard. Gabbard's a Democrat. Was as all possible VP people. They're all solid, he said. He's talked to Santis. What was he? I mean, come on. Oh, this is strange. I'll tell you what happened last night, why elections are so important. You don't want to miss this. Back in a Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Yes, that is the Power of Buick GMC talk line, 503-589-1220. Emails to jeff at 1220.am or jeff at kslm.news like the one I got from Kathy. It says, personally, I look forward to daylight savings time whilst enduring four months of standard time. Are we only on standard time four months? Hmm. A couple of um, other things to share with you that are of note. Last night, uh, I went to MC a fundraiser for David Brown, who's a very high quality man of faith, uh, who attends the, the River Church. Pastor Lou and Lori were there, along with several other members of their church, including pastors. And... Um, David is a farmer's insurance agent and grew up in South Salem, and he's running for House District 19 in South Salem. It is currently held by a liberal Democrat. A liberal Democrat who was on the city council and began the push before, or began the push for the city income tax that was so roundly defeated. He also voted in favor of taking away parents' rights in House Bill 2002, not once, but twice. You know, this is the bill that gave 10-year-olds the right to have abortions without parents' consent or knowledge. That's who David is running against. Last night, I had the opportunity 
to it was his his announcement party, if you will. And I I had the great privilege of emceeing that event. 150 people were there. He's very well known in the community. He did a bang up job. I mean, he did an incredibly good job in talking and explaining why he's running for office and how he can win. All the stuff we talk about is in play. The culture stuff, it's happening in Oregon, measure 110, crime, taking away your kids from you if you don't use their pronouns, 10-year-olds having abortions without parental consent, all of this, not to mention inflation. Now, South Salem's a rich place. A lot of Democrats there. This is a heavily Democrat district. Folks, members of the House and Senate have been elected in heavily Democrat districts before. Did you know that? 2010, that's exactly what happened. Elections matter. Because remember, only a change of 4,200 votes. And Democrats would not control the Oregon legislature, folks. You heard me right. That's how close it is. And right now, with this national poll saying that 14% of Democrats want to vote for Trump instead of Biden, I can guarantee you that those numbers in certain districts like this one in 19 are probably higher. That overcomes any resistance. Dave Brown is a very high-quality candidate, very high-quality. If you get a chance to meet him or talk with him, he'll be at more of our political coffee clutches. You should definitely Meet the man. You'll have hope. Because I do. I believe. Let's go to the phones. I'll start with Gary, and then we'll move on to Tim. Gary, good morning. Go Beavs. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Uh, so yesterday I went, over to, uh, went down to the Capitol and uh, spoke to the um, legislatures for the first time ever, because I don't like beating my head against marble walls, but... This forest thing is is so important. Um, we, uh, me and my friend, went down there just to uh, film it, thinking that we wouldn't be able to talk because we didn't know how to sign up. Uh, we get down there uh, about ten or fifteen minutes before it starts and asked if we could talk. He said, "Oh well, the signups are already stopped." And she said, "Well, I'll put you on a waiting list if you want." So fine, we did that and. I actually got to speak, and uh, it was pretty funny because I was filming the legislatures rather than filming myself, and the expressions on their face, because our side, we tend to stick with logic, and their side spends the, spends their time with emotion, Yep. and so I went the emotional route, and one of the things I said was... Uh, Oregon should be the wealthiest state in the union with our resources, but we're not, and that's really your fault and the fault of the Forest Service. And the, the facial expressions just went, what are you talking about? <laughs> Good for you. And then uh, finally I came down to this is, forget the rest of the smoke and mirrors. This is about whether or not you want to kill the lumber industry or you want to save the industry. And we know, and basically said, this is what the Sierra Club wants to do. 
Um, That's right. Cutting and I think I reached them. Tree is bad to them. Gary, got to let you go. Thank you. Good job for doing that. We teach how you testify and how to sign up at the War Room. We're going to be in the War Room tomorrow morning at the Ike Box from 8 to 3. 8 in the morning till 3 o'clock in the afternoon. It's in the Ike Box Coffee House right next to the Capitol. It's next to the YMCA on the northwest corner of the Capitol Mall or the, the Capitol area. Okay? We're in the Bay Room on the ground floor behind the stage. Come and join us. We teach this stuff. Tim, you're up. Go. Morning, Jeff. The meeting I went to yesterday afternoon on the roundtable for veterans, the congressional woman uh, Salinas put on, was unbelievable. It was so good. The audience or the group, if you will, included Department of Veterans Affairs, Oregon Employment Department, uh, Oregon National Guard, and everybody just talked, and she took tons of notes, and they were able to talk among themselves and talk about what each one needed as far as resources, and they found out what services other groups did. And you got to learn the staff that she has that deals just with veterans. So I just wanted to pass on the compliment. There was a lot of good that was done. Good job. Well done. Thanks for attending. And I hope hope it made a difference. I hope it continues to make a difference. It should. Thank you. And uh, we will we'll keep up on that. Veterans issues are very important. And they are being discussed at the legislature, folks. Who gets elected matters. Does the stuff that we don't like and the stuff we know needs to happen is all about who gets elected. You know, what Gary was talking about this forest plan that'll lock up our forest for 70 years, destroy rural communities. That's all being discussed because of who got elected. House Bill 2002. Right now, the school board's bill that takes away school board's ability to not adopt leftist, crazy, pornographic materials or curriculum. That bill wouldn't be happening if Republicans were in control. Elections matter. I'll be back tomorrow. OPR2. Join us in the war room tomorrow.